How do? Evening, Stephen. Usual. I, uh, <laughs> I'm the best. How's your Derek? I, uh, grand. I think. Well, uh, I was meant to be off gallivanting with young Samuel. Said he never turned up. That's, uh, that's Samuel, though. Hope he's not <gasps> come to any misfortune. Well, he was in here earlier, Samuel, showing the tourists about. Helping them with their luggage. Maybe he got distracted. Ah, alright. Maybe. Aye. Aye. So, did you meet our newest visitors? Ah, I did indeed. <gasps> Seemed an odd bunch to be together in all honesty. Yeah, interest in the books though, so that's promising. They, uh, they, they stopped in here then, did they? They did. Asking about lodging. That woman's another thing entirely. That, uh, <laughs> that lady. Here's your pipe. Cheers. So, any sales then? Aye, aye, aye. I grabbed a couple of pieces. Smugglers, you know, uh, wildlife. One of me own. Ah, all power to you. Thanks. <laughs> taking up, uh, taking up residence here then, have they? No. Said they were, uh, hooked in up yonder. Fog along. Oh. Here, go on then, John. Grab the cloth. You know where it is. Oh, you know, it wouldn't be right to go poaching bookings, especially under the circumstances. Aye. Besides, the manor didn't exactly ingratiate me to him. Aye. <laughs> no. You, uh, you reckon they made the hill, then? Young Jack brought their trunks up for him. Hmm. Young Jack. Young Jack's too sure of himself. He forgets the old dangers. Young Jack's fine. He remembers. And it's only guests, anyway. Probably just hunting the fossils. <laughs> Probably. And it's not far, I suppose. With help. Aye. As the crow flies. Stephen. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll just, uh, I'll settle myself over here. Cheers, Sally. Cheers, Stephen. They'll be grand. Yes, what can I get you? Oh, they'll be grand. <laughs> grand. Well, they'll find their fossils, all right. Their beasties. Their dragons. What they custom, though? They have not thought of that. They have not thought of that. Hmm. Hmm. Lovely drop. The Apocalypse Players present A Residence at the Bay A Call of Cthulhu 7th Edition scenario written by Dana Magalia in the style of M.R. James.
with Joseph Chance as Dr. Henry Carrigmuir, Dan Wheeler as Reverend Peregrine McCutcheon, Dominic Allen as Lady Helen Marjorie Barmia Potts, and Dana McAleer as the Keeper of Arcane Law. Part 2 The Doldrums Is there any sign of this, uh, the, the man with the bags? Um, no, but you uh, assume he's been there already? He certainly set off before you, he had quite a pace about him. But we didn't see him coming back. No, you didn't. Presumably, uh, well, we've I'll go and um, knock on the door or open the door. Does it look like the sort of place where you just like walk in? It, it looks sort of like a. It's odd. It looks like a seaside bed and breakfast, but because it's on its own, it seems slightly mm. odd. But um, yeah, it has that vibe. Um, there's a, there's a little wooden sign by the gate to the the sort of what you might call a front garden, although there's nothing within it that's without of it, um, and. Uh, the Bogglehole guest house. So you go up and give a little rap, and um, you hear a voice saying, I'll get it! And uh, the door opens, and you see the young fisherman you'd seen earlier. He took the bag up and went, Ah, uh, oh, well, there you are now. Took me, uh, didn't took me too long. It's a bit of a sludge, isn't it? Bit of a huh, sludge in the word. What is it? You get the impression he's a. Uh, had a couple of ales since he's uh, got there. <laughs> and he said, uh, trudge, a trudge, that's the one. A trek? A trudge. Not a sludge. Mm. Um, anyway, you, you, <laughs> your case is inside. Um, this is, uh, here, Peter, June, come introduce yourselves. You hear a sort of bit of bustle off from inside and uh, this uh, huge hulking figure moves into view. Um, That'll be June. It's, uh, it's Peter in his fifties. Uh, he's he's got so many tattoos. His arms look like lumps of Stilton. Um, but he, uh, he he's not a lawyer, is he? Oh, I Peter Ainsworth, Polly. lawyer. Polly, <laughs> call me Polly. And he headbutts you. No, he um, he comes out and he says <laughs> he says, uh, "Oh, I, you're our new guest, are you?" Uh, Jack said there'd be someone coming up well we got your bags and then uh, you see this sort of busy looking sort of bustling woman behind him maybe a bit younger but sort of steel hair like pink sort of uh, jumper or something and she's oh hello I'm, I'm, I'm just getting everything ready don't worry don't worry have a drink if you like have a drink and she disappears oh again. that would be very kind oh she's gone right you're coming in Please, um, we uh, we were hoping to meet a friend here. Uh, oh, I, Robbie Robbie Thompson, Robert Thompson. Oh, Mister Thompson. Aye, well, you may have just missed him. He left a couple of days ago. Psychology. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm I'm not going to dress it up. I'm just no, gonna... no. <laughs> McCutcheon is immediately just pissed mm, off. Yeah. It's not quite a critical fail. 
you um I'm hot. I mean he, even in the January air, I put my yeah. case down I'm, I'm a bit grumpy. You don't know this guy. It's it's hard to gauge someone's nothing to read. Peculiars when you when you don't know them yet. Um, I th- I think, he seems like just a gruff Yorkshireman. Actually it's such a bad it's such a bad role. Um I think I uh is it equal to is ninety five is it equal to or is it above ninety five? It's such a high role. I'm going to give us this anyway because I, I should have introduced it earlier. Really, um, mm. I think I think he's he's both he's grumpy and he puts his case down, and the bag that he's mm. always been holding in his left hand, he wipes the sweat from his brow, even in a January cool. Uh, and the other two mm. of you see that his bag is tied to his hand in a sash cord, and it's right wrapped around the kind of the handle. And he still doesn't let go of it. He just kind of grips it, and you can see his knuckles are white. Oh. Um, well, uh, Peter continues. He just sort of says, uh, "Aye." So, uh, well, if you're friends of his, you're welcome here. He was quiet enough. Um, come through. I'll get you an ale or whatever you're after. That that would be that would be fine. A, an ale would be fine. And as you go in. Um, you, he sort of leads you through, and Jack follows him. And there's a it's a really thin sort of narrow hallway, and you can see stairs, very steep stairs up to your left. A room at the back which sort of smells like it might be the kitchen. And then you sort of there's a in the room on the right that uh, the wall on the right there's a sort of wooden and sort of uh, blurry glass door, and he slides that open and um, leads you through. And it's this very cramped room. Um, Probably the biggest room on the ground floor, you imagine, but um, seems to dub- triple as a dining room, sitting room, and bar. <laughs> um, cushions, stacks of cushions everywhere. Um, you know, um, stacks of books, magazines, old sort of di- um, digests and things like that. A couple of tables and chairs, and then a little corner bar at the end. And he says, uh, he heads over to the corner bar and says, What's your poison? A, a local ale for me, uh, Lady Marjorie. Scotch and soda. Scotch and what? Scotch and soda. What's that? Fizzy. A, a whiskey. A whiskey and sparkling water. Right. I'll see what I can do. Well, um, he starts rummaging around. Let's make that too. I'll have both. <laughs> I see. You staying tonight then? Uh, ooh, uh... Well, I think that's quite likely, but do you mind if we just have a brief conversation while we have our drinks and we'll we'll, we'll make a decision about that? You have a conversation as much as you like. Uh, head out and look at the view if you want. No need being cooped up in here. I'll bring your drinks out to you, or you can sit down. That's he bustles out kind. towards the kitchen, and you hear um, uh, a little call from the, you assume his wife upstairs going, Shall I make up three rooms, did you ask? He's like, they're not sure yet. She went, oh, right. Oh, that's a shame. That's sort of a... Yeah, that's all you hear. I think... I think... Um, Karak Muir takes out his um, almanac and sees whether there's any, any uh, information about return trains. Mm. Um, but he's doing so... If it's a... Not, mm. not so much because he wants to go, but more as, as a sort of last ditch if it really comes to it and this is all just a dead loss what are the exit strategies because he's beginning to sense maybe we're here and maybe we do need to spend the night and ultimately in his heart I know that I've got to go to those cliffs 
and I've got to see if I can find something. I mean, realistically, you could make it back to Whitby and potentially the last train in time. Let's do it. At a push. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely welcome What could to. possibly go wrong? <laughs> but, I mean, uh, there's something... Um, although, well, only one of you did a psychology role, and it, there's no reason to think they're lying. The fact that Robert's sort of so excitedly invited you here and then seems to have disappeared two days previous... Um, it's strange. Even even um, for Robert, that's that's unusual. Flighty. Seems uh, odd. I, I could, could, is it possible to do um, a follow-up psychology role, even as a push mm. role, if necessary? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what are you trying to find out? I mean, are you engaging him in conversation to ask this? And then sort of uh, seeing what lies beneath? No, I'm watching the conversation that they're having. Right. Yeah. Like this, but I, like this. <laughs> On your eyes, eyes wild, hunched over, sort of quite, quite invasively in their conversation. Remind, remind me, have you actually worked with Miriam Margulies? No, because no. it's so, it's so accurate. It's, Uncanny. <laughs> it's, it's weird how much it reminds me of her. Anyway, oh yeah, didn't you drive her up to? Oh my Scotland god! I mean, time. yeah, I've got a lot of time. I've got a lot of time for her. But I know her quite. I mean, I know her as well as you do when you've, yeah, spent a lot, of, a lot of time with someone. Hot so who are you? Who are you watching, Dom? You're watching Peter and June. Um, Henry oh, having this oh, conversation. Yes, or? yeah, exactly. So, so I think he's right. Fine. Go on. All, you, all he, you know yeah, of these yeah. people is like Jack, the fisherman. You met. He literally shouted out, "Peter, June, come introduce yourselves." You've not asked anything more about them. You assume they're the landlords. They seem now, to... are we counting this as a push roll or not? I, I don't know if you need to count it as a push roll because you've not already analysed, have you? Well, in that case, I'm going to push the roll <laughs> uh, because I have failed. Oh, push push it. Push I'm going to push it by saying, wait a moment, landlord, proprietor. Hi. <laughs> and I get, I get right up in his face. What were you saying about dear Robert? I was, I was half asleep. I, I've been having a very long day. I'm a very old woman. What did oh, you say I, about him? I didn't say anything about him. I just said he was a good guest, quiet, kept to himself. Um, yeah, kept so saying, for about a week. So you're saying he's gone? Oh, I he left two days ago. Paid up. Said he was uh, off toward Whitby, and then. Maybe elsewhere, Scarborough or somewhere. Is that right? Well, I don't know if it's right, but it's what he told us. <laughs> and then I glare at him. Feel free. <laughs> oh, he fails. fails again. Two points off a of success. Oh. oh, Christ alive! You um, you get the impression that uh. So it's not a failure, is it? But it is a failed push draw. It's a failed push draw. Yeah. yeah. You get the instinct that um, he's lying. Um, I, you, you think he's lying about this? I think he is too. I, I put my stick up, up, up underneath his chin. Oh, God. And I say, oh, you I... listen to me, young man. I've been around the, the world... I've seen things that would make a monkey blush. 
and I know when someone's yanking my chain. Lady Marjorie, I try and I try and. As soon as you touch me, I go. Robert is very dear to me, and he would not simply drag a seventy-two-year-old woman all the way out here to the edge of God's, if God's country, if this is still God's country. I I, I quite agree. And then leave me in the lurch. (laughs) Forgive me, but uh, do you think it might be best to enjoy a quiet drink and? Have a conversation about this. And some scrambled eggs. Right, um, as this is happening, um, <laughs> probably Henry, your Dr Henry's the only person to notice the body language of Peter changes substantially. I mean, he's in his 50s. He's quite, like, burly and tattoo-covered. But as soon as that cane comes up under his chin, you see his eyes sort of, like... He seems to become relaxed in the face and just uh, open in the body, and you get the impression as a military man that... He can handle himself. There's a, a bit of stuff to this geezer, whoever he is. And obviously he's not going to knock out a 70-odd-year-old woman, but you just see as soon as that cane thwacks him in the throat, he... Uh... Oh, I don't hit him, I just I just sort of... Oh, OK. But I think it's even that, even, even that sort of, <laughs> like, pulling of authority has produced this... Oh, yeah. Affecting him, yeah, definitely. It's quite subtle, but and yeah. I, I think uh, Carrick Muir has been very conscious of that because, as I'm standing there, I'm thinking, well, I know that McCutcheon didn't actually even touch Lady Marjorie, but she, her reaction, her proprioceptive reaction, was, "Don't touch me," uh, and you know, and I can see that she's a real fire starter herself, and possibly knows her way around a cane. I'm not, I'm not convinced. <laughs> That, that he isn't the only one to be worried about in the room, but I, I think I think he clocks it and goes okay, okay, which is um, enough to make him sort of hold background. Yeah, you see uh, Jack sort of finish up his uh, his schooner of ale and say, uh, "Thanks, uh, thanks, Peter, thanks, June," and you hear this sort of weedy voice from us. Oh, thank you. And uh, he says, <laughs> uh, "I'll see you soon, all right? Um, hope you enjoy your stay." He says to the you guys. And, um, Peregrine, pay the man for his trouble. Thank you, most kind. And I get my purse out. And oh, I am. It's mean, getting to the point where I feel like I need to be doing credit racing roles. <laughs> because... Don't worry, don't worry, Pip. I'll, I'll do this one. Oh, that's very kind. Uh, and I'll, but, Ooh, but I'll. Wow. Can I walk him to the door? Hi. Yeah. Uh, and and can I say, um, uh, my good man, here's a farthing for your trouble. Um, Hi. Do you know of any um, finds in these parts? Uh, I mean, rock finds. Fine. You know, the old beasties that come out when the storms come. Storms bring down rocks and they break open and you'll find the old dragons inside them. You know what I'm saying? Oh, aye. aye. Fossils. Fossils. And he grins widely. Mm. He says, uh, now, I don't blame you talking about them as dragons. Well, half the folks around here don't believe they exist, even though there's ten a penny tripping over you when you walk down the beach. Aye. You know, just down the way, opposite the way you came up here, follow that hill down, you're in Boggle Hole itself. That's the best place for finding them dragons of yours. Um, Sounds perfect, doesn't it? He says, hmm, uh, don't it just, if you're into that sort of thing. I very, Anyhow. Much, I very much am. Here's another penny for that trouble. Ah, not at all. You need me, or uh, you need any help, 
I'm down at the docks most days. He gets a notebook out. See you later. As, oh, and, and taps it to his forehead as well. And then notes down penny farthing expenses for porter. Uh, and then draws draws two coins together and looks at them and then draws a line across. Hmm. No, but and then he just puts them. <laughs> You're a brilliant illustrator. Well, anyway. he, of course, he does have a habit of sketching. Mm. Mm. But, um, roll my Jack eyes. I roll my eyes at my own off. character. And uh, you find yourself, Dr. Henry, out in front of the cliff. It's probably about, I'd say by now, by the time it took you to walk from the... Let's say it's two, half two in the afternoon. It's five p.m. It's dark. Um, I can hear a wolf howling. It's fine. I'll just stand there, like no, no, wait for it to attack. Not at all. No, I know. In front of you, you can see the horizon line of the sea. That weird shape in front of you that looks like a trig point, and um, the rest of the house. There seems to be a garden behind it, um, and you see Jack making his way back towards the town on the left. Well, I'll, prob- I'll probably linger there and 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 have a have a pipe. Lovely. So as you're lighting up your pipe, the other two inside, what are you up to? Well, I'd like to, when these, when the drinks turn up... Yeah. Let's say you have. I, well, you asked for ales, like, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I asked for an ale and, yeah. I, I asked for a I scotch think, and soda. And Henry wanted one of each. Um, so I think I'll, I'll say, is there a chance you could um, put on some, some sort of... Uh, uh, a, a bite to eat to a bite to eat for lunch for us. Oh, Just something simple. What are you after? Fish and oh, uh, fish and chips. That sounds splendid. To be honest, if that Grand. suits you, Lady Marjorie. Fine. And do you have a jukebox? <laughs> no, no, uh, no jukebox. We got a record player. We have the old gramophone in the corner there. You have to. Oh, Lady like Marjorie. That. Perhaps you'd like to um, choose a couple of tunes. No, I don't think so. Do you have a piano? No, no piano. Pity. Um, we got a squeeze box. Oh, that could do. Looks um, like a piano, but it's a bit longer and stretchier. Can you play the squeeze <laughs> box, Peregrine? No, I'm afraid not. I could have a go. Give me the squeeze box. All right, I'll Maybe grab it out for you. Should have, should have asked box. Jack to stay. He's a he's a wizard on this. And it passes I, um, I would like to take out my pint and uh, Henry's pint, and I say. I'll be I'll be right back with you, Lady Marjorie. I'll just take uh, Doctor Henry's pint for him. Very good. Any requests? Oh, uh, any anything you used to play from the the days back at uh, Oddchester? I I enjoyed everything you played, Lady Marjorie. The Lord is my shepherd. On the squeeze That's box. One of my favourites. <laughs> and I um I bring Henry's pint out to him. <laughs> Lord is my yeah, so as this... The this door sort of opens. Odd, strange, <laughs> sort of strange sound of this. Lord is my shepherd starts, starts filling out. Um, Peregrine moves outside with uh, Henry's drink. Am I wrong? Uh, you find him... That's um, correct. Lighting, it, lighting his pipe up. Um, oh, um, Reverend McCutcheon. Uh, Dr. Henry, your your drink. I um. It strikes me that uh, e- even though Robbie isn't here, given the time of day and well, the struggle it was for Lady Marjorie to make it up here, I I suggest we 
perhaps spend the night here and maybe head back to Whitby in the morning. Tell me frankly um, your opinion of, of Robert. Well, as I mentioned to you, I never met him. Uh, but he inspired something in he, you, didn't he? He was a very enthusiastic young man. He was um, eager and adventurous, and uh, I was certainly... It was exciting to hear his stories about his adventures. Uh, but I... He always seemed a little flighty, so I... If he sent us those postcards and then two days later decided there was somewhere more important than he had to be, that... I wouldn't necessarily put that past him. Would you? No, if it was just me. Or even if it was just you and me. But... To bring... To bring Lady Marjorie up here... Well, you were the person who made me realise it first. Back on the steps there. Uh, of that there... Um, new inn. Why, why would he do that? That's very specific. He wanted this. As, as you're saying that, um, Peregrine, perhaps you take out the postcard, sort of turn it over in your hands. I don't know. But um, either way, could you, as you're listening to uh, Dr. Henry, could you give me a, I guess, an intelligence roll? An idea roll, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's it. I failed it, unfortunately. It's all right. There's something... You get the impression there's something that you're missing in the postcard, but yeah. um, you're not sure what it is or whether or not you're imagining it because you've been tracking across the moors. Is it fair to say that he's got his postcard out? Yeah, I, I, I think I... As I'm, as I'm talking. I, 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 yeah, I do. And maybe I say, does your postcard say exactly the same as mine? We maybe swap postcards, uh, both pictures. Uh, and... Exactly. Mm. I'll do that. And maybe in studying the writing, you can both give me an idea wrong there. Well, I've done mine, so I don't feel. No, that's true. Yeah. Again. I mean, you get. Well, the... actually, no. Maybe that's the push. Maybe that's the push. The... Is swapping postcards. Yeah, great. The push is studying it to see if it has the same. Oh, an extreme success oh, for nice. me. Oh, okay. That was a worthwhile push excellent um, with an extreme success you suddenly in looking at it and trying to study it to make sure it's the exact same as yours you realise it's the same hand obviously it's not printed it's handwritten but you also yeah because you've been pen pals with him for so long and never actually met him in person you immediately realise the flick of the uh, the Y's and the G's are different and you realise almost immediately that this is not his handwriting. It's like someone imitating his handwriting. Oh, God. Oh, no. And uh, as you realise that, um, sort of cold sense of dread floods through you, and you also get the impression that, although he's quite flighty and quite energetic, and this seems in his sort of tone of humour you know, the odd little broken sentences, you get the impression that there's something else there, something hidden, with you're missing something. But regardless of that, 
he has not written this postcard. And when you take yours back up again, he hasn't written either of them. I am... Um, I think I'm just studying... It's similar enough that on a cold read, it's completely reasonable you'd think it was him. But uh, in studying it with an extreme success, you realise, no, there's there's something off. What is it, man? Uh, you look pale. I feel so foolish. I don't believe this is Robbie's hand. What do you mean? I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Do you mean, like, compared? No. Although now you mention it, why would he write the same thing? Say, I've never met the man. I've only communicated with him through letters. Several letters a year. Several letters a, a year, sometimes one a month or more, for the past twenty years, maybe. And this, this, this isn't his handwriting. Is that so? I think he looks out to the trick I, point, even though he's clearly still paying attention. He, he sort of his his mind is drawn to this strange shape on the on the high ground it, it does draw the eye because it's directly between you and the horizon and the cliff top's so flat um, it, it does keep drawing the eye and while you're sort of having this discussion um, Lady Helen inside um, Peter bustles back through with a, 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 a you know three plates of uh, fish and chips and says uh, there you go before it gets cold and he sort of sticks them down on a sort of little table in the centre of the room. Um, do you want to, um, while you're while you've been waiting, sort of mm. resting your legs, I imagine your varicose mm. vein was throbbing. Oh um, yes. Do you do me a spot hidden in the room? Ooh. A woman on the inside. Oh, now then, that looks very bad. But uh, uh, I'm willing to push the roll. Yes. How are you pushing? A lot of pushing going. Um, Putting on your uh, horn room glasses and I, um, I'm playing the squeeze box and uh, mm. <laughs> and singing. So I think I'll start incorporating a little jig around the room. Excellent. Um, so I get a chance to look at everyone, and they're kind what of hopefully distracted image. by the song if they're joining in. Mm. I don't know who's here. Wait, is, there, is there anyone else in there? No, at the moment, I'm, well, actually, June's come back through, and she's sort of, she does start clapping along in a sort of timid sort of way. <laughs> Jesus sort of Christ. Like, oh, lovely. June, oh, it's been so up. long since we've had music in the house. I can tell you that is a very narrow success. Okay. So, you don't notice anything more than the fact that you, you keep passing the mantelpiece, and it's all very cluttered. There's scatter cushions and throws everywhere you sort of it's like a a sort of reverse version of you um you know with all your scarves and things but um you on passing the mantelpiece a couple of times you you do realize that um there are various portraits sort of photographs of a young man but they seem to dominate the uh they seem to dominate the mantelpiece um Seven, five or six of them, um, and you you also notice a little memorial card um, tucked behind one of them. Uh, well, if I can surreptitiously have a look, uh, once I've put my squeeze box mm. down and everyone's politely clapped, please. Uh, 
Oh, very nice, very nice. Play over the ocean, that's my favourite. I don't do requests. Oh, oh, sorry. Could you go and get my associates and tell them that the dinner is ready? Oh, indeed, yes. And uh, June sort of uh, hurries outside. And as soon as she does, I'll, I'll have a look at this uh, this uh, consolation card, whatever it is. So the memorial card, it has a picture on it as well, and it's roughly drawn, but you can tell it's the same young man from the photographs. Mm. And it says, uh, in memoriam, Billy Crow, um, 23 years old. Mm. And, um, and then there's just various hymns and things. Um, but yeah, that's that's all the sort of pertinent information you get before uh, the other two. I imagine you're following uh, June in. She sort of bursts out into the garden and says, "Oh, I'm sorry, the, the fish is ready." Um, oh, <laughs> excellent! Oh, very good. Quick before it swims away, and she drifts oh. back up the stairs. Um, excuse me, as she as she leaves. Oh, yes, yes. Um, I I think uh, I think we will be staying the night. Is oh, that right? Uh, um, I, I turn to Henry and I give him a very meaningful look. He he, uh, he nods uh, and and strokes his big full beard <laughs> and says, "Aye, that's right. We'll be staying the night, all three of us." Oh, perfect. Well, I'll I'll make your rooms up. I'll, I'll give you the. The, the ones on the first floor, because, well, your your lady friend, she... Oh, oh anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, any, uh, I'll, anyway, um, I'll make the rooms if, up. W- would it be possible... Sorry, this is a strange request, but... Um, uh, Mr Thompson was such a dear friend of mine. Uh, would it oh, be possible yes. to have the same the same room as he had? I, I, I imagine oh, his, his yes. taste for the, the view would have been exceptional. I'd, Absolutely. I'd love to... That's the the room at the front of the house. Yes, um, yes. I'll, I'll... If that's all right with if that's all right with you two, uh, of course, Henry, yes. Lady Marjorie. Yes, please. Thank you. Of course. Well, I'll make them up and bring you your keys. Um, your dinner's through there, and she Very scurries kind. off upstairs. <laughs> Do they have a dog? Interesting. You should ask that. Um, are you sort of trying to work out if they have a dog? I am now actively looking for one. Um, well, as you move through to the sitting room area... Or signs of one. There are dog hairs on a lot of the furniture. So <laughs> Didn't say they have a dog. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a good answer and a terrifying one. Much worse than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I mean, you can't tell... To be, to be transparent no. rather than wildly opaque... Uh, I'm looking to try and put some of my food down so that the dog will eat it to see if it foams at the mouth and falls over unconscious. Because I've got a wee bit nervous about eating my fish and chips now. Yeah. Mm. I know know uh, I'm being a bit paranoid, but that's the problem with the post-Sudan world. No, no. (laughs) Um, Press the old, uh, you know, put some on the side plate and put it down. See what happens. I would... um... If you if you do that, are you maybe making it clear why you're doing I, that? I think I do. Me? I think I think he he's no actor, as you can tell. 
uh, and mm. uh, he uh, he makes obvious eyes at McCutcheon several times to sort of look meaningfully at his bread and butter plate, and he puts his bread and butter on the th- on on his fish, but he doesn't touch it. He doesn't eat it. He puts it down, and he breaks off a bit of each thing and puts it down. He goes. I wonder if they've got a fine Sorry. hound here. Can you give me a luck roll? Yeah. No, no. It's good to tell you a 99. Oh, oh God. Wow. So, um, 45. 45? Oh, that is a fun one. It's my lowest. As you perhaps it's my too loudly sort of say, uh, yeah. I'm just putting this on it. He's anxious. Um, He's blowing his cover. Peter walks back through from the kitchen and you've literally just placed it on the floor and he um, steps on it and slips on the side plate and goes down with a bit of a clatter and um, as he's on the floor he's sort of saying what the fuck who put that there Jesus Christ if you don't like the food just fucking tell us no. you have to put plants all over the I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I just I, I put it down for the dog. I didn't mean. What dog? <laughs> I, th- I, thought oh, no. you, I thought you had a dog. No. Oh, you're you're thinking of the the last place, Doctor Henry. I yeah. I. It well, was the inn in town where oh, they had was a it dog. Trip me up again. You'll be thinking of the last place. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, sir. Can I help you up? Yeah. Thank you. Okay, well, let's get out of the way. Um, he sort of picks up the broken plate and says, uh, I'll get rid of this, but, uh, you know, just... I don't want any fucking about, all right? I'll get you another <laughs> ale. Wow, what yeah. service. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's his, that's does, the does he actually you? say, <laughs> this is the guy who's loose... Got an actual aristocrat staying here. This is the guy who's loose and easy in combat, right? This is the guy who's yeah. useful. Yeah. I, I narrow my eyes at him. I mean, I'm a, I'm a six-footer, and for once I'm not exaggerating, exaggerating the height. Uh, I'm, I'm quite thin. But I narrow my yeah. eyes at him and say, I don't think that's the way to speak in front of a lady. Pal. <laughs> I'm going to do a little roll. Oh, God. He, um, How did you roll on your class look- consciousness? <laughs> <laughs> he um, he narrows his eyes equally, and then he sort of um, you see him breathe out and just collect the shards of the plate in his hand and say, um, "You're right, of course. I'm sorry. Um, sorry, milady. I uh, I didn't mean any offence. I just uh, took me uh, my shoulder out, winded me slightly. Um, that we've no dog, so." Uh, don't worry about putting food out. I'm sorry for the language. And he moves back off into the kitchen. My mistake. Apologies. <laughs> um, will you finish your food? Or have you eaten your <laughs> uh, food? I don't know whether we've started it yet first. What, what's, um, what's Lady I, Helen Marjorie Pajamia Potts done with her food? Because <laughs> I haven't said anything to her. Oh, I've just been sat there. Wait, watching it go cold because no one's eating. I I would like to. <laughs> I mean, would a would you allow me uh, like a maybe a hard natural world roll to see whether I can tell whether the food is uh, whether the fish is fresh at least whether the I mean 
you give me a hard natural roll, world roll to work out if it is a halibut. Uh, I'm not sure if. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that's the start. Yeah. That's the start. I imagine it's just a standard natural world roll. Would tell me if it's a halibut. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> I mean, it is fried, but. Ah, well, that's a standard natural world roll. Mm. It's soul. Oh, it was actually yeah. delicious. Delicious. A bit better than what they were selling. Um, yeah. They've obviously not put a huge amount of thought into what fish they're cooking, but um, you also get the impression that. Um, I mean, it doesn't look odd. It doesn't look off to you. The I'm going to have right. a taste of it. I'm just going to have a little taste of it. Mm. Do so. Um, Are we alone? Is it just can you roll? Can you roll sanity for me? Because uh, you've just ingested. No, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> it tastes fine. It ta- it's fa- in fact, it tastes better than fine. It tastes fucking delicious. It's like the freshest fried fish you've had in in so long. Um, I, Mouth I, re- I report. I report to the others that it is that it tastes pretty good to me. Mm. All right. Well, well then let's tuck in. In for a penny, in for a pound, eh? It's still and, relatively and warm. And all, yeah. I've already drank half my pint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. And it's Peter, that point. Peter hears you say this, and uh, he says, uh, Oh, I, you liking it, the local drop? Yes, what, what's what's the name of that? Oh, it's called, uh, The Ghost Vessel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very original. I like that. Aye. I should make a note of it. Um, do you want to, I mean, the barrel's almost out on that one, is there, you, you were a connoisseur, as it were, of, uh, the ales? Well, uh, I wouldn't say a connoisseur, but I, I, I won't have another, I'd like to keep my head clear, we might have a walk along the cliff tops and just oh, to do that. okay, he looks slightly many... disappointed, and sort <laughs> of, uh, turns to the others and says, uh, anyone for, uh, another? Well, I feel like I should stand you one after the accident. Why don't we both have one? Oh, well, <laughs> don't worry about that. Um, what's your tipple? What's your favourite? I've, I've got a selection, you know. We have a cellar. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Aye. Um, maybe I should take a look. Mm. Oh, well, you wouldn't be able to see much. It's dark as fuck. Oh, you and mean... there's just barrels. I see. They're not labelled. Sorry, I misunderstood. <laughs> um... <laughs> no, fine. Uh, another barrel. It sounds like a good idea, even if we're off right. for a walk on the cliff. Dark, we? pale, light, pale. I like this pale. It was it was nice. No, oh, I picked up your right. accent. <laughs> and he uh, he uh, he he sort of says, "All right, then." He looks a bit he looks a bit chuffed. To be fair, he's like, "Ah, oh, good." You can tell he's like, all he really wants. You get the impression is to find someone to have a drink with. Who likes talking about drink? <laughs> and he sort of uh, makes his way back to the kitchen, and you see, you only see like his back half. And I'll have a porter. Porter, Aye. porter. And uh, you see him lift up a hatch in the floor in the the kitchen and and descend. Um, so there you are. Unless you want to say anything about what you've uh, sort of gleaned or discovered. Um, after a while, he comes back up and he is, he's got another mini sort of keg on his shoulder and he starts plumbing into the thing and he's like that'll take a while first couple of pints will be pure foam but this is a good one <laughs> I will eat my um, fish and chips so you've all eaten your, your meal let's say 
Um, you feel rejuvenated. The best fish and chips you've ever had. Um, which is remarkable considering who made it and uh, where you are. <laughs> and uh, you realise it's like... And why? Maybe half three in the afternoon. You've still got like a good two hours till dark hits. Um, but some of you have found certain revelations, of course. <laughs> um, and uh, I don't know whether you want to... Um, oh, yeah, at that point, as you finish, um, Peter takes your plates away and June sort of comes in and goes, uh, your, your rooms are ready, so uh, here you are. This is uh, yours, and this is yours, and this is yours. They're all first floor. Um, yes, I hope you enjoy. Let, let me know if there's anything you need. Thank you, very kind. Oh, that's all right. Um, I hope the food was adequate. And she sort of shuffles off. She's oh, very homely and sort of... Oh, oh, yes, yes. Would you mind dragging my steamer trunk up to my room, please? Oh, no, of course. <laughs> she... <laughs> and be careful with it, it's got a Lee Enfield in it. Oh, Lee Enfield's in it, is he? Oh, OK. <laughs> he will be one, yeah. though. Whenever you're discussing, you just see this sort of frail old woman <laughs> drag her step by step this steamer trunk up, up the Boom. narrow staircase. Boom! <laughs> Boom. Oh dear! I bet Captain I Cook to. never had to do that. <laughs> yeah. There you all are. You've finished your meal. Um, you know it's about an hour and a half, two hours before dark. Um, Two of you have had a sort of outside while smoking. You've had a revelation about thinking that the writing may not be Robert after all. Um, yeah, and, I uh, don't personally. Helen, I don't feel. Yeah, I don't feel ready to share that information with Lady Marjorie. Well, I've 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 had a strong idea, probably because I went down uh-huh. for another beer, as well as as well. Oh, I'm right. slightly out of breath, and because um, of the vastness of the Norfolk Mansion, you see. Well, I've gone northern, I've gone northern. Hello, hello there. Um, but I, I've got a strong idea, and I don't want to get in the way of 20 glorious minutes of Dominic Allen's role-playing. What I want to say is I want to say to McCutcheon, as we're going up, the Reverend, I want to say, Reverend, why don't you tell Lady Marjorie the situation? And... Uh, I'll go and make an inquiry about the account book as to whether our names are down. Try and find the room that Robert was in. That's that's a that's a very good idea. I I am um, hopefully I'm in the room that he was in. That was certainly my plan. And I was going to suggest. I was going to suggest also that we had a look at the guest book to see whether there was evidence of uh, anyone staying at the same time as him. So perhaps I will um, escort Lady Marjorie to her room, settle her, have a look in my room, and yes, if you want to uh, peruse the, the guest book for any information you can find about uh, Robbie's stay and people who might have been staying at the same time, I think that's an excellent idea. Did you say that you wanted his room? Yeah, I asked for his room. You did, didn't you? Mm. So I don't know whether I don't know whether they've given me his room, well, but I asked. For June it. said she would give you his room, which was the one overlooking the front. The yeah, well, I know she said that. Whether or not that's true, who knows? But uh, yeah, but but certainly I hope that I'm in his room. Hmm. 
So you're not sharing anyway. your worries about the postcard with uh, Lady Marjorie just yet? Not yet, but I think maybe I'm about to, based on Dr. Henry's suggestion. Mm. Um, so, yes. But yeah, I think, I think your idea, Joseph and Dr. Henry, that you have a look at the guest book, that anything you can garner is a very good one. Um, so I'll help Lady Marjorie upstairs. Mm. Is it bedtime? Uh, well, if you if you would like a, a, a rest, Lady Marjorie, of course, it's... Uh, what time is it? It's about half past three. At this, at this point, Peter comes back out of the trapdoor in the kitchen. You hear it slam close and he says, uh, Well, I've got another cask of that pail. Um, oh, are you off to, to bed? A bit early, isn't it? No, no, we're just... Get, it would be nice to see our rooms, you know. We've only just arrived. And... Oh, aye, aye, aye. Uh, We're just going to get settled. Excellent. Well, I'll have a, a we'll be back down. pint of nut brown ale waiting for you down here. I've got a pint of my own up there. And maybe <laughs> a maybe a sherry for Mrs. All right. That sounds delightful. <laughs> Lady Marjorie, please, please. I just want to make something very clear. My husband gave his life to keep parts of China in the empire. <laughs> oh, I see. He couldn't keep the old teapot then. I go. <laughs> you feel you have to you have to feel the pressure. I can't get down the stairs. <laughs> Physic, physically restrain her. <laughs> Lady Marjorie, Lady Marjorie, please, I, please let, let me escort you to your room, and, and we can talk about some of these things. <laughs> we must. I don't. I knew I we know, should have stayed at the new inns. Ab- absolutely, I agree. Terribly impertinent, I say, but like leaning back and sort of winking at Peter to try and uh, make him realise this is just something I'm having to say. Peter and sort I, of, I, so, sort of. I think he returns your look and then starts plumbing in the uh, the new barrel. Um, and I, sort I, of I says, uh, "Sorry, didn't mean to cause any offence. We're, we're no, uh, no. Local sorts, we don't really understand much about what you're talking about. Well, I hope for June's sake that her husband isn't trampled by ostriches. <laughs> well, I hope for my own sake he's not either. <laughs> Do you think I, you're I... funny? <laughs> no, I'm just telling you that I'm June's husband. I do know that. I'd work that one out. I'm a great lover oh, of detective good. fiction. And I shoot myself in the head. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine this conversation... I imagine this conversation is happening while while Peregrine and I are, like, nearly at the top of the stairs, so we're doing it through the banisters. (laughs) Through the banisters, yeah. You can only see half of his face. (laughs) And all Um, all he can see is my swollen ankles. (laughs) God. Meanwhile, Dr. Henry's sort of waiting in the sitting room with his pipe, like, fuck this. Um, Or is he? As you guys clear the landing, and um, you've been given your keys, you know which way you're heading. There's only three doors on the first floor. Start by showing Lady Marjorie to her room and opening her door and helping her in. Downstairs, Henry can hear the heavy tread of my footsteps on the the floorboards above. Bits of dust. You realise that um, both of your... Both the keys you've been given... Um, open all three of the doors on this floor, so they're clearly just copies. They're just copies of the same key. Um, what a wretched place! <laughs> so you uh, let Lady uh, well, Marjorie into our room. We we appear to be the only guests, so don't worry. We will uh, defend your honour. 
Lady Marjorie, well, I say with a sort of wry smile. You'll have to push my steamer up against the door. <laughs> he, he stops himself <laughs> from making some innuendo-based comment about pushing her steamer up against the door. Even for a reverend, that's slow Even for a reverend, it was really <laughs> asking... He had to really work very hard. Um, but you manage it, let's say, and um, you make your way in. And both of you find, um, you know, Lady Lady Helen is very bare. It's, you know, you've got a little dresser. You've got a bed, single bed. You've got a, a little uh, oil lamp on the side by your uh, by your bed. But um, other than that, it's just a window. And that's your lot. And um, you find your room pretty much the same. Peregrine, except it overlooks the cliff. Um, and there's still light in the sky, so looking out, you see the, the cliff edge and the sea and the trig point and the, uh, yeah, the woods well, and I, sort of an edge of the town to your left. There's, I mean, there's a few things I'd like to do in my room, but maybe you want to go to Dr. Henry first downstairs. Not like that. So while Peregrine furiously masturbates, Dr. Henry. <laughs> 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 What are you doing? <laughs> Could you leave first, please, Reverend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in my own room. Oh, yes. oh, oh room. I'm so sorry. Um, I think the altercation, <laughs> the, the infamous battle of the stairs, probably isn't <laughs> probably isn't long enough uh, for me to go over and look at the accounts book because I haven't seen the accounts book yet. Uh, We're well, not quite sure where it is, yeah, exactly. to be fair. So I think I just I wait until that's completed and then I uh, and then I, I say to um, uh, I say to our good host oh Christ I've forgotten his name already mm. I haven't been taking notes Peter, Peter. Uh, I say to Peter um, would it be alright if I um, do a little bit of paperwork with you I have to I have to make uh, clear claims for uh, Cambridge when I get back this is an academic duty that I'm currently on by which I mean oh, to say receipts see, yeah. and... Aye, of course, of course, yeah. Um, no bother. Shall I sign in? Well, uh... Perhaps that's <laughs> not what your guests we, do. Uh, well, we, we tend to go by the by. Uh, um, if you'd like to sign in, I'm sure I can find you a book to sign in with, but uh, we don't like it would, to... Uh... It would just be my name in it. <laughs> Well, well, perhaps we don't we don't like to enforce it upon our guests. You know, some of them uh, travelling on the coast; oh. they're not keen on knowing. You know how it is, I'm sure. But um, oh, well, if you uh, well, I can certainly furnish you with the receipts and things of that matter. Oh, yeah, I think that would be the most useful thing, if if that's all right mm. with you. Um, Aye. I, I'll pay. Well, I'll, I'll pay uh, in advance. I'll get so. me notepad. I'll get me notepad, and he, he shuffles out of the room. And as he does so. Could you do me a spot hidden as well, oh, where you are? That's true. Oh, good. 16. Yes, on the A's, yes, it's a good pass. So you notice what um, Lady Helen noticed earlier. You notice an inordinate amount of uh, photos and portraits of a young man on the mantelpiece. Um, you also notice a slightly askew memorial card, which looks like someone's propped it back in 
rather rapidly. Um, but um, that's what you see. I mean, the impression you get, I don't think you need to necessarily do an idea roll. Maybe you do. I imagine the impression both of you got is that there's some personal connection there. Perhaps it's their son or, some, you know, something along those lines. They're, so, they're um, certainly of the right age, right, to, to have had yeah. a son of... Um, but by memorial card, does it look official or does it look like a kind of... Uh, is it a sentimental... It looks. It looks pretty. Um, it looks. It looks official. It looks like there was a funeral, um, but it's. Uh, it's not exactly high quality, glossy paper. Um, you know, it's uh, pretty much handwritten. Um, as you're as you're looking at this, Peter bustles back into the room with a notepad and stuff, and he says, uh, "Right, well, let's get you sorted then." Um, you're a military man. I, uh, I served for two years um, uh, out in Sudan. Aye. Yourself? You can never ever hide it, you know? No. I knew that the moment you walked in. Hmm. <laughs> Aye, it's the thing sometimes you'd like to hide, isn't it? <laughs> well, I wouldn't know personally. Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> I've had my dealings with the military, but never been a member. Full respect and all that. Um, and he starts, like, jotting down there. So, uh, how many nights are you spending here? Well, let's say two for me, and, um... I'll let's go with two. And, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, of course, cover the Reverend McCutcheon's room as well tonight. Um, Excellent. And uh, I'll allow Lady um, Marjorie to, you know, act on her own um, independent vote regarding her payments. Excellent. Well, uh, there's no rush. You can pay at the end, but if you'd rather pay now, that's grand by me. And he passes your receipt, and it looks pretty much... It's very simplistic. Yeah. It's like, you know, three nights. And it was all... Oh, no, it's like two nights. And it was all from the back. It was all from the back. He didn't get anything out from under the counter or anything like that. Um, Meanwhile, while you're looking over those, um, Perry... Could you, uh, what are you doing up in your room other than. Um, I would like, like to do. <laughs> I would like to do. A spot hidden. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would basically would like to scour the room for any evidence of a previous guest. Ideally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like Perfect. to look in the drawer. If there are any drawers, I'd look into, like to look at the drawers. There's like a, a couple of little drawers. Yeah, yeah. Look at the wardrobe. Um, I would like to look everywhere. Right. I would like to look with the with the focus and the specificity of someone combing a uh, a, a one foot square patch of grass to count the number of um, of earwigs and um, wood lice <laughs> that, that and, and, and ladybirds they can see. That are like I mean, that's how I love it. Do I, don't how, I don't care how long it takes me. And that is a. That's just a regular success, but I could spend some luck to make it a. If you're spending time success. on it, I can I can sort of take that into account. Like, if you're saying I'm going over it with a fine tooth comb, a regular success I is am. sort of fine. Yeah. Let, let's okay. trade so, accuracy regular. for time, and say, right. uh, M- you know, yeah, so uh, maybe yes. maybe maybe we should maybe we should cut from that because it's taking him so long. Maybe we should cut down to. Uh, mm. Lady Marjorie Margulies, uh, and see what she does for the last three minutes that she can stay awake. Yeah, 
<laughs> so um, you're you're in your room and you've you've shed your twenty scarves. I um, have not. Ah, I see. Um, <laughs> what what are you doing? I mean, you you seem pretty annoyed that uh, Robert hadn't met you there. You seem pretty cut up about that. Mm. Um, is that like Robert, or has he changed? Maybe. I mean, obviously, there's various things that could have happened. But um, how are you feeling about it? Is there anything you wanna? It seems to me, not knowing what I don't know, that he stayed <laughs> at this guest house, and. He was so shocked, as I am, by the rudeness of the staff that he simply <laughs> moved elsewhere and will send word in a day or two, possibly. So we may have to just suck it up for now. Um, mm. But I am curious as to why that boy said that he doesn't come here. I don't believe it's because it's a long walk, because I made it and I have to walk <laughs> on two sticks. So why was that nine-year-old boy not... Not welcome in this house. Um, while I'm sat in my bed uh, taking my laudanum. Um, right. Turn, turns Jackie out you're Apple. not the only one. <laughs> More on that uh, later. <laughs> it helps with the night sweats. The night tellers. Oh no, sweats, I. I go to yes. sleep in a bed, I wake up in the bath. Right. <laughs> I go, to, so I go to, to sleep in the bed, I wake up. It aids the sweats. I wake up in that pit again, doing that thing that I had to do to get out of the pit. <laughs> With a multi-faced bastard. I will. I will go and knock on, knock on Peregrine's door. Ah, so you you um, slunch out of bed and uh, squanch over to the the door at the far end of the, the first floor. Um, you're aware the, uh, the digitally enhanced um, uh, Star Wars films where <laughs> yeah, exactly. you see Jabba the Hutt walking yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with his big feet and um, you're aware there's another floor above you there is another thin staircase above but you've been told there's no one else staying here and you make your way to the end and you're facing out over the bay and you um, knock on the door and Peregrine you hear that knock to be fair it's such confined space that um Henry, you probably hear that knock as well, although it's not on your door. But um, there you are. Um, do I hear this while I'm still searching my room? I guess yes, I do. I'd say so. Um, and what was sorry? Yes, I should go back to that. What was your uh, result on searching your room? It was a, just a regular success on my spot hidden. You get the impression that the room is. Um, Impeccably tidy compared to the rooms downstairs, as in surprisingly tidy for what else you've seen of the house. Either they've cleaned it Which up, which could be good or bad. To get rid of all evidence, or that's the ship that they run. Upstairs is really neat, and downstairs is home. Mm-hmm. Well, what is my room like? Is my room really neat? Your room was um, pretty impeccable. You haven't done a roll on it, but it seemed very just. You know, none of it. Downstairs feels lived in. Upstairs feels not lived in. Um, yeah. Well, I knock on the door anyway. Well, I, I hear the knock and I open the door and I say, Lady Marjorie, uh, please, come Peregrine, in. Peregrine, let me ask you a question. If you were writing a postcard to me, you were writing a postcard to me, how would you address it? 
Lady Marjorie. No, 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 no. You'll put Barmia. You're, we're, a, we're on Barmia. Uh, well, but perhaps as of earlier today, but certainly <laughs> when well, I, I haven't I haven't seen since school days, so it would be Lady Marjorie. But that's beside well, the point. I, it, I'm sure it'd be uh, no surprise. Doctor Henry, but, you you can hear this sort of whispered conversation next door. So if you want to during this, sort of make your way towards the room either stealthily or not stealthily. That's. I actually I'll, thought I'll I was still downstairs, but if I've gone up to my room, oh, you may well be. Um, yeah, because I, I, I was sorting came, out accounts. Peter came back out with the ale. Well, well, um, I was assuming he had just written you a couple of receipts. And he was very remiss to give you any. He sort of said, there's no guest book. We take it by faith. Fine, yeah. I was I was just going to ask for his signature. That's what I was going to ask for on my receipt. Oh, oh yeah. He gives you a signature and says uh, it's a bit of a squiggle, but you can see it sort of represents Peter Kruel or something. Um, um, and then I—I I mean, just—I I didn't really want to interrupt what was going on there because I really liked what was going on upstairs. But I, I, d- I no, did no, want to try quite. and get a li- little bit more handwriting, and kind of say, um, "Oh, would it be all right if you could um, declare the purpose of the visit?" Um, uh, Aye. Aye. What would you like me to say? Um, uh, academic study. Uh, oh, that's to stay. Right. So right. fossils. Uh, fossils. How, how do you fossil spell hunting. academic? Fossil hunting will do. Of fossils, and he um he writes it, but he's he's writing sort of like with the pen in his fist. He's writing capitals, and he doesn't look like it. it certainly doesn't resemble the writing on the postcard, let alone any sort of handwriting you'd see at Cambridge. Yeah. Um, but he sort of writes out these postcards and says, uh, "There you are. If that'll do you for tonight, um, well, uh, it's still a bit early. You you'll be down for a drink in a bit. Yeah, definitely. Give us five minutes, and I'll be back down for another pint. Excellent. So, um, just to yeah, finish that off. Let's say you're heading upstairs as this as conversation is happening, and you might hear the the whispered discussion. So back to uh, very briefly back to um, Peregrine and Lady Helen Marjorie. So what would you not address me as? Uh, well, um, excuse me, Helen. Exactly. And then I hold up the postcard. Ah, well. Do you think I it's a joke you, on his uh, part? I, I suspect it may be... I lower my voice again and I say, I suspect it may, unfortunately, Lady Marjorie, be something a little more sinister than that. Hmm. Uh, what? I am I, of the belief that this is not his handwriting at all. I I, well, wa- I walk him over to the window <laughs> and lower my voice even further. You do realise what this means, don't you, Reverend? No. Well, it means that... <laughs> I don't have a clue. This is some sort of trap. I don't know why they've trapped you and uh, the Doctor, but I've always had a fear, being an aristocratic lady, that someone might attempt to abduct me and use me to get money or or extortion or blackmail or something like that this is a trap this is a trap we're in a trap it's a horrible trap we should leave this house hell at once well i i don't know whether we can leave this house at once uh, i am um... the keys open all the doors there's there's something yes. what who's upstairs there's another layer to all of this we should go and check at once we should get the doctor and go and check we should open all the doors 
Dr. Henry, I, are you hearing I, this? I knock on the door at that point, but very softly. <gasps> oh my god, they're here. They <gasps> come to kill us. <laughs> They'll cut my fingers off first and send them back to I someone. Do your, but I don't I have do any. I beg your pardon, Cops. Lady Marjorie. Might I have a word? Yes, come in. Uh, I, I try the door. So you enter, and uh, they're both there, sort of uh, <laughs> acting casual. But <laughs> um, whatever impression you get from that is up to you. But uh, I close the door behind me, and I walk towards them, and I say very softly, I tried to get see an account book, uh, tried to find uh, um, Robbie's name here, but there's no sign of there's no sign of such a thing. They have no records. The man can barely write. Hmm. I overheard what you said. It does feel very much like a trap. Yes. I feel like we should know as much as possible about this place before we leave. Who was that boy in the pictures downstairs? My son. Their son. Did he die? I assumed it was their son. Who died? Listen. As as soon as you say, I assumed that was their son, hear what you assume instantly and primarily is rats in the walls. Oh, for fuck's sake. Not not again. You hear a scurrying above you and a sort of shuffling on the floorboards and the floor above you. Um, And you sort of look up and as you look up it stops again. It's like a brief momentary thing as if something is just shuffled across the membrane of your brain and um, unless any of you want to do a I mean Dom were you going to push that literacy role or oh, it was a psychology role really oh psychology role um, in which case yes nothing else is clean but I, 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 will, push all... it. I will push I will push it I'll hold okay. it up to Dr Henry and I'll say look at this look at this um, okay, in which what? case I'd say maybe Dr. Henry, you get to do a little role on like idea at the same time as um, Lady Helen is pushing her role. That's a 95. <laughs> you, uh, you're just livid. 40, 43 or something. 43. It's not, it's not a fumble though. No, is it? 96. No. Fumble. You're, still, you're still just uh, obscenely angry that he's referred to you as Helen You're, you can't see how it could be a joke I think, even, even though he's a cheeky chappy I think I'm, I'm, I'm so taken aback I, I don't quite know what to make of any of it and also I'm still thrown by this scrabbling sound mm. that I had um, because you know being stuck in that pit in Sudan there were, ra- there were, there were rats around and I was, mm. I was in there for a couple of days um, and, and we all had to do what we did to get out of it uh, but the truth of it is, I've rolled a 95 as well. <laughs> Amazing, nice. two 95s in the same role. So I think he, he well, just something about sort of steps back. The fact the postcard keeps coming up, you, you, you're convinced it's not from Robert. But the more you look at it, the less sure you are of anything. And you're finding it more and more confusing. And in fact, as she holds it up and sort of says, look at this! You um you turn as you're all stood around the window, the sort of bay window, looking out the front, and you see the trig point, this block, but there's something atop it, like a sort of a signal marker. It looks like a sort of a straight thing with a a thing out to the side, a sort of wavering mast, 
Um, and as you look closer, you realise it's it's like the scarecrows you saw earlier, but but sort of as if someone slotted it into the top of the trick point. It seems it seems slightly askew and slightly waving with the wind, but you're sure it's facing you, although you can't see its eyes, and it only has one arm. And um, as you look at it, the arm, as if there's been a gust of wind that you can't hear, suddenly is raised to the sky, and it's sort of as if it's giving this disjointed wave towards all of you in the guest house. Um, and maybe that's where we'll leave it as the sun touches the horizon and darkness sets on. <laughs>